What is up? Welcome in to the Easy Smoke in the GM Podcast. I'm Ezra McCann, and I'm joined as always by my co-hosts, Simeon Legend, Grambling State Legend. He played second base at Grambling State. He was all swack. He's Brandon Williams, aka Coach Smoke. And we've got our NFL draft guru. <laughs> he's a he's an enthusiast. He loves picking out college players. You can catch his work on NBCSportsChicago.com and the My Teams app. He's Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Gentlemen, what's going on? What's going on? Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? And don't forget, I'm a Madden legend in my own mind, at least. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. No, no lie. Smoke, this is one of the best Madden slash NCAA football players I've, I've, I've played against. So, I so got, what, what system? PS, baby. PS, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah, we. So I think you, we go, we go back to PS three days, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. do you have the five yet, or uh, not? My, not in the budget yet. Can't explain that to the wife, uh, but okay. it's, it's, it's down the line after, after taxes, baby. After taxes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll definitely vouch for that, man. I I got him a couple times though on on Madden. I don't think I ever beat you in college fo- football though. Yeah, yeah, I was able to definitely avoid all of your. Uh, your your shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> My option offense was pretty good in college football, but but anyway, let's let's get on to what's going on. Well, today, first off, let me let me. I know this is a sports podcast, but uh, we're recording this January twentieth on a Wednesday, and it ah, it just feels so so much better now. Yep, take a deep um, breath, I, man. I, I know you guys know why I'm saying that, but uh, yes, sir. yeah, it just man, the air feels just a little more crisp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, feels like yeah. a weight's been lifted off of me, so I'm, I'm man, I'm 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 wearing to go. Yeah, man. <laughs> so. History history was made today, man. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Yes, yes sir. History was made and 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 like you said, it just it really does feel like a breath of fresh air. So. Let's 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 see the work they put in. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. The 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 ills of the world won't be solved, you know, very quickly. But it's yeah. just you know, yeah. At least they won't be ignored anymore. How about that? That's that's it. There you go. There you go. And we'll leave it there. But let's move on. Hey, let's start off, man. You know, we usually start with Bears. We're gonna hold that because there are more important things going on in the football world. Mm-hmm. It's called the playoffs, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we had a pretty good divisional round. Yeah. Uh, uh, last weekend, um, Kansas City uh, had a had a tough game with 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 Cleveland, uh, but were successful. Pulled it off late. Um, Mahomes had a had a had a little concussion there. <laughs> yeah. Do you Something. think he's going to be able to play in the in the in the title game? Man, please. NFL's like, get your butt out there. You're the face of the NFL. We need to make money. You're the money maker. We we did this so you could, you know, have your easy way through. Yeah, he'll be out there. Actually, he was practicing today, so I'm pretty sure he'll make it by the time the Sunday rolls around. So yeah, so um so yeah, the Chiefs, like I said, the Chiefs beat the Browns. Uh the Bills took out the Ravens uh in the AFC. So we got our um our championship game there, Buffalo at Kansas City. And then on the NFC side, uh, the Packers took down the, the the Rams. I think they were they were just too beat up the Rams. Yep, I agree. Uh, to compete yep. against Green Bay, 
And uh, in the in the what what do we call it the uh, the senior bowl <laughs> the senior bowl senior bowl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom Brady took out the Drew Breeses, uh, thirty <laughs> to twenty. Um, it was a pretty you know pretty pretty good game. You yeah. can tell though you know, um, Breeses at peace with his career, and I think this is gonna be gonna be it for him. But uh, but like I said, man, four four really good games. Um, yeah. And it's a you know uh, four divisional playoff games that you that you want to see. So I was actually sort of glad that the Bears weren't even there. So yeah, good yeah. for us. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm so excited to see this Bucks Packers game because I, I've said on here before that I'm I'm a Tom Brady fan. I like I said I've been down on him this year just for some things I ain't liked about him this year. But I've always wanted to see the matchup of Brady versus Rodgers. In the Super Bowl, but hey, took Brady to come to the NFC for us to see that matchup, and hey, I'm I'm very excited to see that game. Packers is very good. Bucks are trending upward, have been trending up, and then you got the fact that the Bucks beat them early in the season. Mm-hmm. That game is gonna be really good, man. Really good. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, man. But if I don't know if you guys realize it or not, but these two teams both played each other on the same week. During the regular season, this matchup, these both these matchups, they happen on oh, the same wow. week. Oh, wow. Yeah, happen on the same. Oh, okay. Yeah, it happened on the same week. So that's a lot of kismet. I mean, if you talk about, hey, this is a potential Super Bowl showdown. Yeah, actually, <laughs> it really, it really <laughs> did Super Bowl implications back when they played. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I, you know, I'm, I'm not a Brady hater. I think I was more a fan of his when he was the underdog at Michigan. Uh, when he was the underdog with the Patriots, I liked them less once they started winning all the time and beating up on my Peyton Mannings. Um, but when you last for 20 plus years, you know, hey, you, you, you definitely should have everyone's respect for just surviving that long, let alone thriving. And the fact that he left a place that he had been at his entire career and went somewhere new to prove a point, And up to this, up to right now, he's proved that point. Yep. I think, man, that's that 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 is impressive. That that's that's a whole different level of mental discipline that I can only imagine uh, reaching. So, and much kudos to that. Um, never been a Packers fan, never will be a Packers fan. True Chicagoan. That being said, Aaron Rodgers is one of my favorite quarterbacks that I've watched play over the last several years because he's just that good. So to see these two guys, these two future Hall of Famers, go at it. Will be fantastic. I am pulling for the Bucks, however. If I, if I have a dog in this race, it's it's Tampa Bay, because I just don't want to see the Packers win. But I, most of all, I want to see a great game, and I think that's yeah. what uh, Ez was pretty much alluding to and saying that hey, we've got these four teams and these two matchups that are probably the best ones we we can have for this year. So we're going to see the best of the four play, and uh, that's that's what we want as fans. I tell you, I think the Packers are the best team in the NFL right now. What? Get yes. out of here! Yes. What? How? On based off what? Based based off, they have Aaron Rodgers. That was lost to the Jaguars at home. That was like <laughs> ten weeks ago, man. Why are you bringing up old stuff? The Jaguars at home. Now you why are you bringing up old stuff, man? Jaguars were trying to lose to get the first pick. They must mess it up. Green Bay will mess it up for them. Ah, they had one one <laughs> little slip up, they, and they won the game. That's yeah. all that matters. That's all that matters. The way the way they played the last four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, heck, the entire season, 
this this team is 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 pretty unbelievable, man. I I think they're the they're the team to beat. So what and, do they have over anybody else? Explain that to me. Um, well, they is Rodgers the best quarterback in the game right now? No. Who is? Mahomes. Well, okay, but Mahomes. I mean, they barely got past Cleveland. Uh, that wasn't Mahomes' fault. He got knocked on the head. On the he had a he had a concussion. Well, you got to protect yourself on the football field, son. What? So you're blaming the victim? Come on, man, stop. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, the pack, the pack's got some weapons, man, and I know Kansas City does too. Um, but they, they, they got weapons on the offensive side of the ball. The defense isn't playing, playing uh, too badly right now. Um, I, like I said, I, I think they're the strong, they're the strongest team out there. I can't, I can't see anybody beating Green Bay. I right can see now. Buffalo beating Green Bay. Uh, I can see Tampa Bay beating Green Bay. I can see any one of these teams beating Green Bay. I I can definitely see Tampa beating them. And I do think the Packers are the best team. You think Tampa? I do. I mean, I I've been I've been kind of iffy on the on the Chiefs all this year. Uh they've been they they haven't looked like the Chiefs of past to me. Oh and, 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 and if anybody should know that, GM, you should. They've oh. been they was letting you down all year on our picks. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. I mean, so I mean, granted, yes, I don't want to, you know, say this about Green Bay, but you gotta be real. You gotta be real. I think I think for the Bucks have been playing a lot better as the season waned, but the Packers have been playing that way as well. So, you know, like I think the Packers are set up best to win, but I I mean the other team got Tom Brady. So, you know, he's 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 lost many of the games that he, you know, that he wasn't supposed I mean, he's won many of games that he wasn't supposed to win. So I can definitely see him going up there winning, but I do think the Packers have the best team right now. Well, uh, yeah, any I mean, any of these teams can can be yeah, any of the teams. On, yeah, I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, right? If I had to put my money down on 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 one team, I'm why? putting on Green Bay. Why y'all haven't given me a reason? You just tell me you best. They're the best. They're the best. What makes them the best? Their their offense is clicking more than anyone else right now. Their offense is clicking more than 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 the Buccaneers. Yeah, yes. the Buccaneers can't even run the ball. They seem like they were running the ball pretty well to me last week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm thinking the Bills. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Yeah, the Buck the Bucks offense is click. I don't I don't think I don't think they're they're on a Green Bay level. Dude, and, he, and, he's got like five receivers I, he can throw the ball to. I, I, I know, say but, but I Antonio say Brown is Antonio Brown is hurt, right? Yeah. He's nicked up. He'll play. Mike Evans didn't really do much the other night, did he? Yeah, he's nicked up. He'll play. Six five. Okay. Okay, I'm saying they still I'm got saying, Godwin. They still got Gronk. Still got Brate. The running backs can catch the ball. Brady's Brady. The offensive line is decent, and they the defense, man, that defense just—I mean, they—they're coming after you, dude. And ask Brady, ask Rogers about the defense because he got sacked four times when they played at home, and he threw two picks. He didn't throw one touchdown pass, and he threw a pick six. 
When's the last time you saw Rodgers throw a pick six? I'll tell you, when they played Tampa Bay, that's the last time you saw him throw a pick six. Now, I will say this. I will say this about the game versus the Rams. The Rams had a few opportunities defense-wise, and it seems like all these teams seem – I don't know what type of ball Aaron Rodgers throw, but for some reason defenders can't catch it because they had a few balls that they should have had picked that they dropped, and – that that that's a difference. So he he's he's been showing that he put that ball in harm's way, and it's just the other team don't take advantage of it. So we'll see, man. We'll see. I I, I do think they're the best team though in the, in the playoffs. As far as Kansas City goes, y'all gotta realize something, man. They the Super Bowl champion. Everybody's coming after them every week to test themselves against the Super Bowl champion, and they've only lost what one game all year. Two games? One. Come on. One. So in the last 32 games, they've lost like what? Three games? In the last 18 games, 20 games, they've lost once? I mean, come on. Who, who's winning like that? I'll tell you. Nobody. And they're playing <laughs> yeah. the A- they're playing the AFC, who arguably is a bit which which is arguably a better conference this year, with most of the teams in there that have been really competitive. They they haven't played AA Ron and the and the Packers. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and not only that, but Mahomes is winning. Mahomes is winning the uh, State Farm commercials. Come on, man! Yeah, he did. He did sort of take that spot, man. You, you know. Come on, that's all right though. That's that's what I'm saying. That's that's giving that's giving Rogers motivation right there, man. Dude, look, all he wants his double check back. Well, all I know is when KC played Buffalo earlier this year. They ran for 245 yards. The Buffalo's like, all right, we're going to let you run, but we're going to stop the pass. And Andy Reid was like, okay, stop my running attack. And that was before they had Le'Veon Bell. 245 yards rushing. Buffalo ran for 84. And you want to talk about time of possession? You know, because teams want to do that against Kansas City. We hold the ball longer than they can't be on the field. Well, Kansas City held the ball for 37 minutes to Buffalo's 22-some-odd minutes. I, I, I look if Mahomes is healthy, I don't think Buffalo's winning that game. And Green Bay better hope that it's like twenty degrees with a wind chill of like ten. It's to a, snow. Well, snow's not going to bother Brady. Remember his, his his first championship run was that against a, a, a California team in the snow. Tuck rule. So don't 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 bring that game up. <laughs> don't bring that game up. So they got I, they got they got lucky in that game. <laughs> they did, but I'm just saying I, I don't think the snow is going to bother Brady any. And I, the snow well, will, it bother, will it bother the other the other no, players on the team? The, the snow is not the issue. It's how biting the cold is, and how long you stand on the sidelines with the wind whipping around you. Let's if it's not a, a biting, a, let's get a weather report for for Green Bay <laughs> yeah, on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, if it's not a um, if it's not a blistery wind, then I don't think the weather's going to matter all that much. It's a what time is kickoff? One o'clock kickoff? No, I think it's three o'clock, isn't it? Three o'clock. Let's see. I should have had this up. Uh, no, two o'clock. Two o'clock. We were both wrong. Two o five kickoff in Green Bay. High of twenty eight degrees. Oh, that's balmy. But snow showers are in the forecast. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Yeah. Okay, all right. 
I'd be more concerned about the coaches making mistakes than I will the players. Like if, if Arians does some stuff that's, you know, unconventional because he's got to prove his is bigger than the other guys. Stuff like that is the things I'm more concerned about than the players. Well, I don't think Arians really doesn't coach it anymore. He's, he basically gave the team to Brady. Say, do what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, he said that. <laughs> and, I, and I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. He said that. Hey, let's let's talk about the Bills, man, and, and Josh Allen. Is he for real, man? Is he is is it looks like he's he's becoming one of the better quarterbacks in this league. Hey man, look, I, I said when he came out of college, you know, his racial uh misgivings aside, and before I knew about those racial misgivings, some of the comments he made as a young man that were on Twitter, but aside from that, coming in uh watching him play at Wyoming. When I saw him play, I said, this guy is a poor man's John Elway to me. And I'm not saying he's going to have John Elway's success, but what I'm saying is physically his attributes and the things that he did on the football field at that time in his career, collegiately speaking, was very reminiscent of what John a- John Elway would do. A guy who was big enough to throw linebackers off of him when they're trying to tackle him, um, to stiff arm him, and then throw a pass across his body downfield on a string throw it so fast, the velocity behind it is just such that the, that the cameraman is trying to catch up with the wide angle. He's still trying to catch up to the pass because that's how fast it's getting downfield. You can't, as, a, as, a, as the saying goes, you can't teach that stuff. And I know there were accuracy issues about him coming into the league, but most quarterbacks have that. But when you have a big arm like that, no one's asking you to dink and dunk the ball. They're asking you to throw it downfield. Anytime you throw it beyond 20 yards, accuracy potentially can be a bit of an issue, especially when you're a collegian. So all the other things that he can do physically were there, were very obvious. To me, it was just a matter of, will he be able to process the game and be able to harness his abilities? Um, and I think you're seeing that now with some experience mm-hmm. and some seasoning. He is at the, at the beginning, mind you, the beginning of starting to harness what he has. So to answer your question, yeah, I think you're seeing the real deal, and I think you're going to see more from him. How much of this, like, I, I agree 100%. How much of uh, of that transformation do you think adding Stefan Diggs helped? Immeasurably. Mm-hmm. Immeasurably, Stefan. Because Stefan's going to help you be a better quarterback. Mm-hmm. Because he's going he's gonna to demand certain things from you, obviously. But he runs such good routes that, you know, it's that thing where you – it's the stuff that we don't see as fans. It's the, the conversations they have. It's the after the practice is over. It's before practice begins. It's uh, all these ideas uh, that are, are are bandied about and the practice time they put in that we don't see. But clearly he's made a huge difference because he's just that guy. He's that dude. You know, he's able to make those kind of catches. Uh, Stefan Diggs had a reputation of just being a speed guy, just go deep all the time. And he's like, no, I'm more, more. There's more to me than just that. And so, yeah. leading Minnesota, I think helped him because he was always going to have to share those that that role with Thielen, where Thielen was going to be the intermediate guy, and Stefan was going to always have to be the speed or the distance guy or the deep guy. Here, Stefan is the guy, which means he does everything, and so he's allowed to flourish. His his abilities are now being complemented uh, by Josh Allen's uh, attributes, and vice versa. So. So, yeah, man, I think it had a lot to do with it. Here's the the, the issue with Buffalo, though. They can't run the football. Um, and they don't even they, – they didn't even try to run against Baltimore. They had nine, nine carries in that game um, for, what, 
for 29 yards. And those are just those are just um, uh, actual run plays. Uh, Josh Allen carried the ball, but those were design passes that he you know he took off and scrambled. And he really he only he only got three yards on there anyway. But um, you do not want to get into a shootout with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And that's if you can't run the football, that's what you're gonna have to do. I don't think they're gonna be able to keep up with uh, with Kansas City doing that. So that's 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 gonna be a big problem. But they they are a good man. You think about where this team came from. Mm-hmm. I remember when the Bears went to Buffalo in 2018, and just man, man, them bad right. man. And that wasn't a good Bears team. Well, no, that was a good Bears. Oh, team. that was a yeah. good Bears. They went 12 yeah. before that. Year. Right, 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 right. But uh, well, 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 were they that good? Well, we'll, that, we'll save. We'll, <laughs> well save that compared save to the teams that. they were playing. Yeah, <laughs> compared to the 12 teams they beat. Yeah, but um, but to see how how far they've come in two years, man, that's that's outstanding to be in a in a championship game. That's that's kudos, kudos to them, man. Um, so we won't, we won't, we're not going to wait to pick these games uh, for later on. But um, championship Sunday should be, man, it's, it, it it should be a good one. We got four four really good teams, probably the four the four best teams in the league uh, overall are playing a championship weekend. That's what that's what you look for. Yeah, according so, to you guys, so. nobody else should play. Green Bay should just get the trophy already, according to you guys. Hey, hey, hey. I didn't say that. didn't say that. <laughs> they got to they got to play it. I'm just saying from what I see, I'm not I'm I'm not betting against Green Bay. Hey, hey, this hey, for me, this is a huge game for Aaron Rodgers' legacy. This is a legacy game for him. Is it? To me, it is. You think you got, to me? To me, it is. You have so many people who uh, he's the most talented quarterback ever, and he if Brady this if Brady if he was in Belichick's system, he would have more rings than Brady. And Brady has come over to a new conference, and now he's seeing you in the in the game to get to the Super Bowl. If you let Brady beat you. Outside of Belichick's system, where a lot of people try to say he's a system quarterback, and that was the system in New England. If Aaron Rodgers let Tom Brady, who I believe is the GOAT, by the way, if Aaron Rodgers let Tom Brady come in and beat him, Aaron Rodgers can never be in that conversation with Tom Brady ever again. Is he in the conversation? I, I mean, people put him in. I don't think I ever put well, So a, a lot of people will say he is because they will try to say, you know, football is a team sport and it's times Brady's defense did this, Rodgers' defense didn't do that. You know, so they, so they try to compare the talent of the QB. And so they try to say Rodgers is considered – one of the best. I mean, he's one of the best talents we've ever yeah. seen. I, I'm not, not going to disagree there, but I don't think he deserves to be in the same conversation as Tom Brady. As a, I mean, but everyone say, but that's because of the uh, team success that Tom Brady's had. Well, like, I don't know, dude. Like, I mean, Tom, Tom's got a lot of individual success, and that's and that that's my thing too. Like just because you don't like how a, player, a person plays, just because he can't run like Aaron Rodgers does, doesn't mean he doesn't do a lot of great things. So, you know, that's just some that's just something I'm thinking, you know, and I'm gonna be interested to see in this game. Maybe it's just personal for me that, that it's a big game for Aaron. I don't, I don't know if it's I don't I don't know if it's uh, if this is a um, legacy, a legacy, yeah, yeah, legacy changing 
game. I mean, he's already won a Super Bowl mm-hmm. ten years ago. Hasn't so been to one still, since. Hey, Marino never won. Marino never won one. Yeah, right. he didn't. Right. He didn't. But uh, how often does his name? He's he, no, whoa, whoa, he's mine. If 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 you if I had to take you know a, mm-hmm. a, a game to save my life, mm-hmm. I want Dan Marino. I'm, I'm telling Dan. you, dude. Okay. I, I don't know if you saw him play smoking. I'm not trying. I, to I, have, I have no. I have. I have, and I and I and I definitely know his, of his greatness. I've never seen him play, but you know, I mean, uh, at least in my time of you know being alive and around <laughs> football, the quarterbacks that they always tend to mention. Elway, Far. So these are the guys that I that I basically seen, especially win Super Bowls. Elway, Favre, Brady, Manning, Rogers, uh, Breeze. You know the and now and now you insert Mahomes into that conversation. Roethlisberger. Yeah, so, and but they never really put Roethlisberger on that mantle like they do those guys. In the three Super Bowls, I know, I know, I know, I totally understand. I'm just saying they don't really put him on that mantle like they do those guys. They, for some reason, I don't know why. Like, but like they kind of damn near at talk about him like like Eli, like it was, was like it was accidents. But but he's far better than that. His teams were far better than that. Well, so hey, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, go, ahead. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I no, no, no I was gonna say. Not that we're, we're we're talking about quarterbacks. I was going to save this for a little later, but we're going to let's let's put this out here now. I got into a a, a heated heated Facebook um, <laughs> discussion today. Uh, Philip Rivers announced that he was retiring, mm-hmm. and the question was: Is Philip Rivers a Hall of Famer? Now, I know he has the stats. The stats are there, but for me, I never put him in that elite group. Of quarterbacks in his era, which I always I, I I thought, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong. I thought it's Brady Manning, Peyton Manning. Let me let me let me make sure I put that in there. Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. That's Roethlis- that. Roethlisberger. I don't put I don't put I don't put Ben in that. Ben was always second tier. See. See? <laughs> I'm not a big Roethlisberger fan. I'm just saying, and I know, and I know, and I know Ben. Ben won two numbers. Super Bowls, and he yeah, he's got these. He's, he's got numbers. numbers. No, but everybody, everybody's got numbers though. Matt Stafford has numbers, right? But I'm saying, but he has three Super Bowl appearances. You know, in the midst of a Manning Brady uh, AFC conference, I mean, that's that's saying something. That's that's true. That's true. I put him. He's on the. He's on my fringe. But I never put. But I never put now. And I'll and I'll put Roethlisberger. Um on that list before I would ever put Phillip Rivers. I never thought of Phillip Rivers as, as an elite quarterback. And see, and this is the thing, like you, you GM just said it, like you talk about those AFC quarterbacks, Brady has been to nine Super Bowls. We're all, we're talking about within. So when did, when did Phillip Rivers come into the league? 2004. 2004. Okay. So Brady has been to what? Five Super Okay, but it wasn't just Brady. There, there were years. No, 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 that- no, no. Hear me. So you got Brady, been to the amount of Super Bowls he's been to. Manning has been to the amount of Super Bowls he's been to, and then you got Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would say that I don't think Rivers is better than any of those three. That's my, that's my view of it. 
I think that could be something that is to help his art, his case to get into the Hall of Fame because he lost to some historically great quarterbacks. But I am one to think he's on the outside looking in. As well. But he had a, he had a bunch of years he didn't even make the playoffs though. And he had some years where his team was like fourteen and two. Yeah, he had one. He had yeah. one. He had a, he had one. He had one fourteen and two season. He had one fourteen and two season, and they they lost in the first round. Um, right? Thought I lost in the divisional round. Divisional and, round. But and what else? Yeah, like I said, what would be their first, first round? And then they, he got he got to one. He got to a conference championship game. Right? Yeah, he played with torn ACL. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he gets a purple heart, but but I never like like, and and mind you, they, they there's an AFC team, and I'm a Bears fan. Whenever the Bears played the Chargers, I was never oh my god, the Bears are playing Philip Rivers. <laughs> that never that never came into my mind. You know what I'm saying? It was just oh they play the Chargers. You know. Meanwhile, um, when the Patriots were on the schedule, it was right. always man, we got Brady. Or if, if Indianapolis was on the schedule, oh man, Manning's coming to town. Or, um, well, Ro- Roethlisberger's gonna carve you up. No, no, no. I never thought about Roethlisberger that way. <laughs> and if you think about it, I don't think the Bears have the, the in the times that the Bears played Roethlisberger, I think they only lost him one time. Yeah, I think they usually beat him. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so I ask this what. Why is because I, because I because I think it's consensus of all three of us. Or did you say you think he is a Hall of Famer, Jim? Um, I didn't. I didn't comment because I was really thinking about it. And the best analogy I can come up with is, is that he's a modern day Dan Fouts. Ironically, the same team. Um, you know, Warren Moon never Warren Moon never Dan, went to the Super Bowl. But here's the deal, though. Dan Fouts was put up those numbers in an era that receivers could get mauled, and it was okay. I understand, but he also had an offense that was geared towards putting up big numbers. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and nobody else did. So while his offense is geared that nobody else's is, he's kind of playing with a different kind of deck. Um, but Warren Moon, Warren Moon never went to Hall. Uh, never went to Super Bowl. But Warren Moon, whenever whenever the Oilers or the Vikings came to town, I was a little worried about Warren Moon. That's because you have a different regard for Warren Moon. If you're going to be candid, let's be candid. You know, um, no, no, I don't. No, I don't. I, I mean, mm, no, I, no, I don't. I don't. On, no, he's, he's a quarterback. Okay, so, so black. But <laughs> so what did Warren Moon do that was so much better than Fouts? Because they both could sling the rock. I didn't. I didn't say anything about Dan Fouts. I mean, or, or Philip Rivers. What, what did Warren Moon do that's so different than what Philip Rivers did? What Philip Rivers, he's doing it in an era that everybody's swinging the ball around. Next thing you guys are going to tell me is that Matt Stafford and, and, and Matt Ryan are, are Hall of Famers because they put up 4,000 yards a year. Well, Matt Ryan has a better argument than either of Rivers or Stafford because he was a league MVP and he did play in a Super Bowl. If it wasn't for bad coaching and bad decision-making, he probably would have at least one chip. Um, and Ryan has been consistent his entire career, and he's been to the playoffs more than Rivers. I'll say this. I mean, Rivers uh, Rivers and Stafford have not been to many playoffs. Uh, Rivers has been to, what, maybe four or five, maybe six playoff appearances in his, in his long career. Um, Stafford's been to, what, one, maybe two, and uh, Ryan's been to about, what, about maybe five or six himself. 
Um, yeah. Plus, plus going to the Super Bowl, so and having and being a league MVP. So I think Matt Ryan, if if you're going to make any kind of comparison with the quarterbacks from this era who throw a lot and this throwing uh, era of bat- football that we have, I think Ryan has a better argument. I think Rivers is borderline to me. Uh, his duration is probably going to help him get in, and the fact that he wasn't that that the media loved him will get him in. I'll give I'll give you that the duration. I mean he he. What he went like the last 10, 12 seasons. Not he missing played every game. every not missing a game. Yeah. So I, I longevity, I get that, but longevity should not just, you know, get you in the Hall of Fame. Frank Gore. Frank Gore, baby. Frank Gore. That's gonna be it, man. That's yeah, that's that's what that's I'm, gonna be an interesting one, man. That's why I'm interested to know like what what is like your requirement. Of a soup of a Hall of Fame quarterback, do they have to have a Super Bowl championship? Do no. they at least have to have? No, MVP? they don't have to have that because Marino didn't do, have it. You know, like, mm-hmm. like what? What? A, so it's like thinking of it that way. He has he has quality numbers that he can that a case can be made. Now he's he's not a sure thing though. That's no. the that's the thing. He's, he's not, not a sure ballot. thing. And and I think. I think as the person you was going back and forth with was trying to say, well, no, he's a here's, no the, here's the thing. I was going back and forth with like eight dudes. <laughs> <laughs> they they and, ganged and, up on me, man. And, and, it like, and it sounds like they're trying to say he's a no doubter. And yeah, that's, they say he's yeah, it's, it's, that's, it's a no brainer. Nah, no, that's, that's they 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 talk to me like I was crazy. That's false. <laughs> and I'm like, are you guys? Are you guys? You guys are standing on the Philip Rivers hill. Okay, all right. I guess I just I just I don't if he goes in if he goes in cool I'm not a Philip Rivers hater you know if then, you know I'm fine with that I just don't I think he's Hall of very good that's yeah and and I think with me. the guys like you all named that doesn't have Super Bowls like a Dan Marino or Warren Moon those guys was kind of transcendent in their own way Philip right. isn't isn't a transcendent guy like and then you look at you look at within his own QB class. He has far better numbers than Eli Manning, but Eli Manning has two Super Bowls with two Super Bowl MVPs. Don't get me started on Eli. You know, and I definitely don't think Eli's MVP uh, Hall of Famer, but I but I'm sure he's going to get there. I don't. He's going to get there because he's he going to get there Bowl. because he, he has Super Bowls and he and he beat Brady twice. But and but he don't and he played and he played New York and he's a Manning, right? Yep. Yeah. You know, but those are factors. You know, so it's like. What did Philip Rivers do in his career that had us like? He threw for sixty three thousand yards and four hundred and twenty one touchdowns and two hundred nine interceptions, two to one touchdown interception ratio, sixty four, almost sixty five percent. I mean, it's kind of like you know, as everybody who hits three thousand gets three thousand hits, does that mean that they're a Hall of Famer, or they just yes. lasted longer, or they, they lasted long enough to get three thousand hits? Everybody hits five hundred home runs. No, no, because everybody don't just last. You, you, you get three thousand hits. You, you, you can hit the damn baseball. Not and, everybody. And it's, and it's pretty. There are, guys, there are guys that play twenty plus years that don't get a three thousand hits. Okay, well, if you hit four hundred home runs now, it's like you get into the Hall of Fame. I mean, uh, I, that's not true. Well, unless you're Mark McGuire, unless you taint it somehow. No, no, uh, Fred McGriff. Or unless your last name is McGriff. 
Um, <laughs> there's some other ones out there. Let's see. Um, uh, come on, Smoke, help me out. You, you, you nah. Hungry uh, talking about Gary Sheffield. Gary Sheffield. Gary Sheffield. Um, hmm. Andre Jones is a 400, 400 plus home run hitter. That's not in the hall. What do these guys have in common? Hmm. Andrew Jones, they weren't. No, no, no. They Andrew Jones wasn't. Well, well, Sheffield may have been, but Andrew Jones. But they, wasn't but they all in that era. Is oh no, I wasn't. I, I wasn't even intimating. Oh, the, the, the oh what were you saying? Oh, you're intimating the color. I, I was being racial. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. Bad. No, I I know. I was being. I was being facetiously racial. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, See, it's, it's not. It's not always that, Glenn. No, I know, I know, I know. I'll just be silly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just think it's it's. I think what will keep Philip Rivers out is the lack of being a transcendent talent. That's a good point. Like I think that's what's going to that's what would keep him out if he don't get in. All the other stuff, like you said, uh, Jim, that, you know, he's likable, you know, the media loved him, stuff like that. You know, he was an Iron Man, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, that stuff may get him in, but what may keep him out is the fact that he wasn't transcendent. You know, like, he was just a steady Eddie. So it was like, uh, do you, like, the, like, he's one of those guys, you, you look at it like you put him in. It's like that might open Pandora's box to just start putting other guys of that caliber in. Even though he has the numbers, though he does have the numbers, but it's just like they're not very memorable. And that's I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing for me. They're not very memorable. So, uh, but he has all these numbers, and he's only thrown to maybe one guy who's going to go to the Hall of Fame. Antonio Gates, right? I mean, he didn't have any other Hall of Famers that he's thrown to. Yeah, I mean, LT and the, LT. And yeah, that. yeah, yeah. He had Tomlinson running the ball for him. Yeah, I mean, running, he ran the ball, but, yeah, not, but not it helps. Though. But it helps though. Yeah, but how long has Tomlinson been retired? I mean, that was a long time ago. Yeah. I'm just saying he, he he had a he had a Hall of Fame running back. In the, it's in the it's gonna be it's an interesting case. It's an interesting case. It's an interesting case. It's gonna be interesting when his name come around. I definitely knowing he won't be first ballot. I mean, that's well. If I were in the room, I, I'd just say no. And I don't, I don't have that. <laughs> uh, that's a no for me. Right. Hey, let's move on to the Bears, man. Um, do we do we want to talk about the press conference that was last week? I don't know. If we I actually really... missed it, so I, I oh, mean, yeah. you all want to fill me in. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't miss no. Okay. <laughs> as, as a matter of fact, if you remember, you just played back episode six or seven of uh, the Easy Smoking the DM podcast, and what I said what happened is exactly what happened. They basically told us, hey, nothing to look at here. Everything's fine. <laughs> We're going to run it back. We're going to be okay. That's basically what, they, what, what, what the powers that be for the Bears told us. And insane. it was maddening because it was it was basically just an insult to, to to any Bears fan out there. And I guess my question is, what can you know? We're in the middle of a pandemic now, so they couldn't really see um, uh, no one coming to the games this year because well, no one was able to come to the games. Anyway. <laughs> so how can you? I don't know how how the Bears fan can show that they are upset with 
the 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 mediocrity that is, that is the Bears. It's been 35 years since the last Super Bowl, and hey, we're tired of it, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what that what that answer is. What 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 the fans can do to show that hey, you guys need to get your stuff together quickly. You, you sound like an ingrate to me. The, the Lions and the Browns never been to Super Bowl. All the Texans, get to enjoy your. You've been to two Whatever, Super Bowls, man. man. Whatever, man. <laughs> man. I was I was listening to Lawrence Holmes' show, and he he put up some stats about. Uh, uh, how many times the um, the Bears have gotten to the Super Bowl? Excuse me, yeah, yeah. Um, Packers, Bears, Lions. How many times they've gotten to the Super Bowl in the last since nineteen ninety five? How many times they got to the Super Bowl? How many times they've gotten to a conference championship game? How many times they've been to the playoffs? Blah blah blah, all, all the way down. Since and it was it was ridiculous. It's um, only three Super Bowls. What's four, that? Four. It's four since '95. Who was that? Two for oh, Green, three for Green Bay, one for Chicago. Right, right. None for the Lions. Uh, they put up conference championship games. Green Bay had been to like ten or yeah, ten, ten conference championship games. Something, something ridiculous. Whatever, whatever the number was. But the 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 base the basically the long story short, the Bears were closer to the Lions. Than they were the Packers <laughs> in the last thirty years, and it's like it's like really, man, that's that's where we are, and you know, the, we need to be trying to strive to be the class of the division. They told us that the football culture was what team other teams in the NFL strive for. The football culture that the Bears have, and it's like I heard, no. I saw that headline. I'm like, no, what the hell culture we a have? bad year, a bad year for the Packers. It's going ten and six and not winning the division. That's a bad year for the Packers. Hey man, and uh, you not know, us and, though. They, they, they meant culture club, you know, like club dub, culture club. You know, that, that's what they're talking about. And, and, you, and you know what's what's crazy when you just said like mentioned the uh, amount of Super Bowls and championship games. It's like if you really sit back and think about it. The Bears don't have such a hard job. The organization don't have such a hard job. And 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 since '95, that's what fifteen. That's twenty five years. Twenty five. Well, mm-hmm. be 20, yeah, twenty five years. Twenty five years. The Packers, who is the model of success in our division, has won two Super Bowls. Right? They've had two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And and all they got is two Super Bowl championships in that in that time frame. Now, granted, that that's that's a lot more than what we have, but like that just tells me like the job is not as hard as as the Bears are making it out to be. <laughs> like, win, like because win one, win because, one every twenty years and you're good. That's, that's because that's, I think that's all Aaron, we're Aaron Rodgers hasn't been back to the Super Bowl in ten years. And 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 Packer fans, yeah, they be killing us in the division. But you have an all time great. How is the how? But but it's like life is amazing in Green Bay. Like and and we just we just can't get the one position. <laughs> the most important. Like how is how is it that hard? Like they make this. They make. Their job seemed like it's the hardest job in America. 
Like it we're 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 not trying to compare ourselves to the Patriots who just went to nine Super Bowls in, in a 20-year span. We're just competing with in a 20-year span, we're competing with a team that's been to one Super Bowl. Yeah. And and we can't well, hell, we've been to one in 20 years. In the last 20 years, we have been the one. Yeah. So, like, why do they make this job seem like it's so hard? Uh, I mean, you guys remember that stat I told you, like, going back to 1974. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, we went. We went. <laughs> how, how bad the quarterback play has been here in that, oh, that span. God. And that it took 10 years before you actually had a quarterback that threw more touchdowns than interceptions. So that's just an indication of just how poorly that position has been um, helmed here. Uh, you know, a lot of it has to do with ideology and and how you go about doing and conducting your business. And when you have family-owned businesses, I'm not sliding every family-owned business when I say this, but when we have family-owned businesses, there are times where tradition and it, tradition does mean something, but sometimes people get steeped or lost in tradition and they think that, well, since we've had this modicum of success and it's been, it's always been this way, this is the way that it probably should be. And there's a, there's, there's not, there's more of a reticence to depart from what you've been doing as opposed to organizations that are not family owned, that are maybe more open to trying different things or come in with a different way of, of viewing stuff. Um, that being said, we see family-owned organizations in the NFL that have had success. And you yeah. compared us to, you know, the, the teams in our division, which is understandable. They're in our division. But a lot of times, even as a youth, I compared myself or I compared our team, the Bears, to the Giants. I thought there were a lot of similarities with the Giants and, and to some degree, Pittsburgh in terms of being family-owned and and hoping that have those successes. For a long time, the Giants were having just as much of a, of a futile you know, go at getting to the Super Bowl as we were. And it seemed like in the eighties, the bears and giants kind of were going neck and neck kind of came up around the same way, you know, defense oriented teams, running games, so on and so forth. And we won ours before they won theirs. And then they won theirs the next year. And then that next in 87, that was that, that my first Monday night game was the last two teams that won Super Bowls, New York and Chicago, you know, the, the, the big apple against the windy city. So, but you also had the Mara family and the Hallis family or McCaskies. And somewhere down the line, the Giants realized that there's more to it than just the way they've been doing it. And somewhere in there, they changed. I don't know if it was the younger Mar that kind of came in and took more of the reins, but just like we saw with the Blackhawks, another family-owned organization, once uh, the father had, had, had passed away and the son took over, he came in with a new approach, and we saw how successful the Blackhawks could be. And I, I can't help wondering – if that can ever happen with our team, because it is family owned and I don't see it leaving the McCaskies anytime soon. So I, I think it's an ideology that we're, we're, we're fight we're facing. And that's, that's, that's more the problem than just getting the talent. The talent is out there. Obviously it was right there for us to take in 2017 and we still didn't take it, but there's an yeah. ideology that we can't seem to get beyond. And that is the thing that is so flummoxing and such a conundrum as bear fans. It's interesting you brought those teams up. Um, George McCaskey uh, said during the press conference that, um, you know, when he you know, has questions, you know, uh, 
organizational things or, you know, how how he should run the team and he needs some advice, he goes to uh, the Rooney family, the Steelers, or the Mara family. <laughs> but then he said, but he mostly goes to the Bidwell family. And mm. those are the owners of the Arizona Cardinals. Mm. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know. No. Don't, don't go to Bidwell. I'm, I'm with you with the Roonies. I'm with may, the Maras, maybe. I, I, I want you to focus on the Roonies. Don't go to the Bidwells. Yeah. They, they, their history is, 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 is even worse than ours. But, um, but yeah, you're right, Glenn. You're 100% on it. Um, about the family-owned aspect of the team and and will they be able to – basically just need to get out of their own way. Yeah, That's man. It. Like, what, That's are, what are y'all trying to do? Well, you, you can see it in some of the people that they retain. You know, that's the thing, too. You don't want to get away. Like, you know, most Bear fans who are, you know, really follow the team and that are into the, you know, the, the inner workings to some degree usually come to the same conclusion that Ted Phillips is an issue. You know, that somehow this guy who's not a football guy is somehow making decisions about who stays and who goes in terms of the general manager, who's the guy that or person that makes up making the football decisions. So I, I get I get why Ted Phillips is here. He's made that that in their in their eyes. And it's, it's you know, it's but probably they're, true. There lies He's the problem. Paid them a lot of money. Yes. But therein lies the problem that this has been working. We've been making money. So. Is it that you want to win, or is that you want to keep making money? And clearly, you can do both. If you win, if you win, you're gonna make even more money, right? But here's the problem: we, despite all of that, despite all of that, they still win. The the Bears do win. They don't win like other teams, dude. I mean, come on. Lovey had a pretty successful career. You 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 had uh, what's his name comes in here in his first year, and he comes in first year and goes twelve and four. I mean, there, we've been to a Super Bowl. Before that. Before that. Before uh, but we went in spurts. I'm not saying we win all the time, but we went in spurts. And my, my point is winning in spurts gives you that false sense of, hey, we're doing something. And that's why, like I've mentioned, in the last 20 years, in, in this century, we've been to the same amount of Super Bowls as Green Bay. I'm probably the – I'm 41. I'm probably the on the on the the last end of Bears fans that remembers the last Super Bowl. <laughs> I was I was six years old when the Bears won the Super Bowl. I rem- I remember most of much of that season. I, I remember <laughs> I remember the Monday night game in, in Miami. I was able to uh, I was able to stay up late for that game. My mom let me stay up and watch that game. I remember that loss. Um, I remember the NFC Championship game. I remember the Super Bowl. All right, <laughs> I have to be. I'm, I have to. I have to think that I'm. I'm the last. The last um, um, youngest person young, that cognizance knows that that remembers that Super Bowl. Right, right. That means that half your fan base does not remember the last time you went to the Super Bowl. No, no. You keep saying went. You mean one? Oh, one. Excuse me. Yes, yes. One. I forget. Yeah, yeah, they did go to the Super Bowl in 06. Right. One Super Bowl. Yes, you're exactly right, Glenn. Won the Super Bowl. That that's an issue, man. Well, you're not the you're not the Browns. Have have you seen 0 and 16? Have you seen one in 30 
one and thirty one, <laughs> and not the yes. Lions. <laughs> I, have to, I have to admit that we've never been that bad. We're not we've the never, Lions. We've never been the worst team in the league. We've never had the number one pick. <laughs> we've never been the worst team in the league. It is. It's just, I, have to, I have to admit that. That's something I guess. It just shows the culture of football here in Chicago with the Bears. Because for me, like for you to say, like going through your history of AIDS, of course, I wasn't born when they won. <laughs> so, so for me, when I was born, you know, I was born 87. I can remember all six Bulls championships, which is weird. I mean, but my auntie was a lover bull, the first three championships. So, so I have, I was going to those games yeah. during those seasons. So I can remember that stuff. Vividly, and it's like the Bulls were successful. Even the White Sox in the in the nineties, early nineties, like was was very good. We're, yeah, we're good. The White Sox had a decent run in nineties. You know, like honestly, and I'm not even a White Sox fan, but I know like they were good. I can't remember how I became a Bears fan. Because you live in Chicago, and that's oh, yeah. a fair town. Yeah. And, that's, and that's the thing. And it's like, they give me the most headaches. <laughs> and, and, it's like, and it's like, I am like just so loyal to them. And, it like, and it's like, this is why the team won't get better. Because all of us are so loyal to this organization, and they don't give a damn. We keep making them rich. See, y'all <laughs> Y'all keep saying that, but y'all keep not factoring in that they win in spurts. They don't dominate decades like they did the eighties. That 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 no, hasn't happened. No, no. What about the, the? But Glenn, though, think about think about in in, in Smoke's case, they went in to the, the playoffs. They well, no, playoffs. they went they went they went to one playoff in the nineties. But no, that's not true. They went in 90, 90 and ninety one. They did go. They and did. It went and it, right, and they didn't want that. And once that took over. Okay. And they Take, won. Monsat won a playoff game. He did. He did. Um, one playoff game, though. Okay. How many, how many did the Browns win? How many did the Cardinals win? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, I, I don't want to be. I don't. I don't want to be be compared to those teams, though, man. I, we, I, we should. We should be better than that. We should be. But what I'm saying is, I'm not arguing with the fact that we should be better. I agree with you. What I'm saying is part of the problem lay in the fact that they're not not winning like you all have give the impression that they're just like complete losers. The problem is they do win. They go on spurts about every 10 to 15 years. They'll win for a good three to five year stretch. And then they may suck for another 10 to 15 years. Then they'll win for another five to six year stretch. That's been the problem. That if you seriously just go back through the Bears history and you'll see at one point when I was a kid, I did this because see, I'm laughing when you said I was six years old man, and I watched him play in a Super Bowl and they're really good. And I remember all the good times. I'm laughing because I'm like, yeah, well, I I grew up when they were crap. They were worse than anything you're seeing now. Every year, every year they were bad. Every year they were bad. Every year they were. Well, I, don't, I don't know why you're a Bears fan. I. I because I, I live in Chicago I, I, <laughs> and I love football. You know, my my early memories of the Bears, they were really really good. No, they know? were they were the opposite. They were really really bad. But I had Walter Payton. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's here, here's yeah, the thing. Okay, okay. Here's the thing. If you're a Chicago fan, you should realize this. Especially it's it's not as bad as it used to be, but it really used to be this case. If you're a Chicago fan and, and again, 
all the teams were bad when I was a kid growing up, but they all had at least one superstar. Not just a superstar, but like a mega superstar. Like, like they were like among the top five or ten players in the entire league. We had Walter Payton. You know, you had Michael Jordan. You had Ernie Banks. Thanks. You had, you know, uh, 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 the second baseman uh, for the Cubs. What was his name? Ryan, Ryan Sandberg. Sandberg. You had Ryan Sandberg. You know, then you got Andre Dawson for a little bit. And then the White Sox, you know, you might have Chet Lemon and you'd have, you know, Ron Kittle. You'd have a few players here and there that were really standout players. And it was the same thing with hockey. You had Dennis Savard. You know, you had these standout players. And then they just wouldn't surround them because those standout players would bring you to the stands. And Chicago was known as a very frugal town when it came to their sports ownership. And most of them were family owned. So you saw a lot of that. Um, it wasn't until recently when the economics of the games, uh, sports games started to change that you saw, started to see a little bit more, you know, and teams, you know, yeah. salary caps are forcing teams to have to spend money. But that's that's what we're dealing with. But the Bears were always routinely bad. But if you go back when I was a kid, I did this. I went back and I saw about almost every 20 years the Bears would be good. And here's the thing. When the Bears are good, they were dominant good. They were like, you know, historic good, like beating the Washington, you know, used to be Redskins 73 to nothing good. You know, nobody will ever do that in professional football. That's us. That's a Chicago thing. You know, we have more players in the Hall of Fame in the Football Hall of Fame than any team in the NFL. You know, you have Dick Buckus. He wasn't just a good linebacker. He was he's he's still known as a preeminent linebacker. And he was on one of some of the crappiest teams that never made the playoffs. But he was a dominant for Gail Sayers, you know, a flash of comet in terms of his career. But again, one of the most memorable players ever, Walter Payton. So when they would be good, they would be dominant. Good. Eighty five Bears. Yep. OK, what about the 84 Bears? Well, they're really good. 90s. They were decent. Playoffs. But everybody remembers the 80. They still talk about 85. Other teams won Super Bowls. That team that won that Super Bowl is still talked about to this day with the same reverence, not just by Chicagoans, but by anybody that knows anything about football. The Bulls, Michael Jordan, when they were good, they were dominant good. And that's the thing. And and then we live off that dominance (laughs) for years, waiting for it to happen again. As for some people, if you're a Cub fan, you probably lived your life and didn't see it again. But you go back to those 1908 Cubs, they were dominant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm just crazy. saying that that's kind of how it is in Chicago. So, okay, so think about these things. So, so as a fan, how do you fix that? As a fan, how do you fix that? Uh, well, I mean, now you've got more. You've got more you access. Tell, here's, here's the thing. You can tell that uh, the team, the team, especially the Bears, don't really spend much money on marketing, so they know that they have us, right? Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't see many ads about. You don't. You know, you really Bears don't. tickets or anything yeah. like that. They, they know they have us. So how do you get to a point where you, where because I'm I I have to admit I'm getting to the point now that I'm I'm becoming that apathetic fan, but I I don't know how to show that to the team. Okay, you I mean you know you got social even, media even when so. even when I'm even when I'm apathetic, I'm turning on the games. They're 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 getting my ratings click. You know what I'm saying? Hmm, I'm, not I'm, me. I, <laughs> you still, uh, you still watch. No, no, I, I promise you. The only reason why I've watched this season is because we do our podcast. So I need, I, I know I need to watch it so I can know what I'm talking about. Or I'm at the job, and so I'm kind of like wow. indirectly watching it. But really? if I had my yes, dude, for the last several years, I'm maybe like since Red Zone has been around, I don't even watch Bear games. I'll just see what what's happening on Red Zone. I think I, I only watch I, if the Bears game is on. I'm watching the full Bears game. Nope. Uh, 
Other years. than that, I'm watching Red Zone. I haven't done it in years. I mean, I'm talking like years because they're hard to watch. The Bears are not fun to watch. That's interesting. Probably, Man, probably, that's... probably since the, the last Super Bowl around that time is probably when I stopped watching the Bears. Um, as far as actually watching the game, because it's just a hard watch. Like I won't even record it anymore to watch it later, because it's just a hard watch. It is it is difficult to watch. Now I'm always going to be a Bears fan, always root for them, but that doesn't mean I have to sit there and let them assault my eyes with the crap that they're putting out there on the screen. Shoot, yeah, they they, they got me, and it's it's not right. Go I, 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 I can't I can't I don't know if I can I don't know if I remember the last Bears game I've missed. Yeah, I'm saying. Man, my dumb ass went to London to see the, to see the band. <laughs> Matter of fact, that's the last one I missed. That's the last one I missed. Is this, I was is the doing, London game. I was, I was doing a training. I was, I, I was out training a kid. I was doing a training for. Baseball. I went to I went to damn London to see the band. We we ran it. I ran it to. Um, well, I don't. He wasn't really a. He was a guard. A, maybe a. I don't know if he was a cop anyway. He was guarding one of the castles, right? Or whatever whatever the hell. we I don't know. We were in London, mm-hmm. right? And uh, he had on, um, he had a freaking M16. Oh, wow. He was, man, you know, one of those type, you know, dudes out on the street. Real nice dude. Black guy, right? And so uh, we're talking. He said, oh, so where are you from? Is this Chicago, you know, blah, 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 you know. We're here to see the Bears. He said, wait a minute. You came all the way to London to see American football? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got me, man. It's 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 not right, man. It's not yeah. right. And, and now I will now I can't say this. I've never been to a NFL football game. Really? Never. Yep. It's uh, uh you you need to do that. Yeah, I. I it's, you it's need a, to go to one. I now I will. I will say this. I. Um, I'd rather watch it on TV because I mean, the presentation on TV is just so, so good now. Yeah, right. especially with with the invention of high definition television and all that. Yeah, but the experience. Hell, they got me. I've been to two of the coldest games in. <laughs> <Bears history. laughs> I went to the I went to the the Atlanta game in 05 when uh, uh it was yeah Vic came out came Vic came out the tunnel and was like oh fuck this <laughs> it was it was six degrees it was a wind chill a minus eleven oh lord and the Bears Bears won thirty they won like thirty one seven yeah and then I was at the I think it was two thousand eight. It was Brett Favre's last game at Soldier Field in a Packers uniform, hmm. and it was like it was like three degrees. Wind chill was ridiculous, and it was like forty mile an hour winds. Wow! And the, and the Bears won, but I freaking stood outside for an entire game and and <laughs> and, 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 and froze my you know what's off. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say this: uh, they got so- me. <laughs> they 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 definitely got him. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> but they got I'll, me. I'll say this: I, I don't know if you've been to a big time college uh, football game, but between the two, I would prefer to go to a big time college football game over an NFL game any day. 
uh, because I think the fans are much more vested. It's a yeah. much more fun atmosphere. It's much more interactive atmosphere, in my opinion. Now, that being said, there is one venue, and this may sound blasphemous as far as professional sports venue, that I enjoy going to. And if I do, well, I enjoy going here to watch these games, and it's Green Bay. But the reason is that Green Bay sits right in the middle of a neighborhood. It's like you're yeah. driving. You're like, where? where is this? Where, where were we going? I thought we were going to a football game. And all of a sudden, boom, you know, it's like right there. It's like Green Bay, and then there's a house on this corner, a house on that corner, and a house on the other <laughs> corner. So, but but Green Bay kind of has a bit of a small town collegiate atmosphere yeah. in terms of their, their their tailgating and all that. But and I'm not saying that NFL games are horrible. I'm just saying between the two, I, I prefer the big time college ones. And I've been to more than just Bear games. I've been to I've been to a Vikings game. I've been up to Detroit a few times, and like I mentioned, been to Green Bay to catch some pro games. Um, it's just a different. It's it's a it's a little more, you know, a little more antiseptic compared to a college game. College game. Everybody lets it all hang out, and uh, I think I enjoy those more. You've been to a Vikings game with Viking Bob? No, no, not, not at all. Um, my best friend and I, we went up there to catch the Vikings play the Jaguars. I think it was the same year that the Vikings uh, ended up just blowing, going, blowing going to the Super Bowl. I think it was that same year. Oh, okay. Shout out to Viking Bob, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last thing, last thing, and then we can we can go to go to go to Bulls. Uh, looks like Mike Singletary interviewed for the uh, defensive coordinator job for the Bears. Would you be good with that hire? Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't play with them. <laughs> Won't do it. Uh, I don't know, man. Like if he had still been coaching all this time, maybe. But he hasn't been coaching in a while. I think I don't want to say he's being an opportunist because who isn't? But I just. I don't. I don't have a feel for him as a defensive coordinator. Uh, maybe a position coach. I just. I guess I said that bad taste when he was, uh, you know, the head coach briefly for for the 49ers. That I don't know how he seems too rigid to me, and I, I don't know if his rigidity is something that works in as malleable a game as today is. I buy that. I buy that. Yeah, but sometimes I mean sometimes that's necessary. We we uh, Smoke and I were talking earlier yeah. about uh, what happened in San Francisco and the whole Vernon Davis thing, and uh, you know that they, they can't do it, can't play with them, can't can't, <laughs> with them, can't do it. I right. want winners. I right. want people that want to win. Yeah, we but, want coaches uh, who can coach too. <laughs> but Vernon, Dave, Vernon Davis says that man, that's that's the best thing that ever happened to him. He was you know. Right. Looking back on it, he needed that. And right. They, yeah. 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 And that's why I said as a position coach, I'm fine with it. But as a DC, yeah, I, I don't know if that rigidity is going to work during the game. The, the discipline, yes, all those things can be good and those things are necessary in a lot of ways. I get it. Uh, I think as a position coach, you can reinforce those things. But as a DC, you've got to make decisions. You've got to be flexible enough to realize that, hey, this isn't working. We need to do this. And if you're staunched in, do it my way or the highway. That stuff just ain't working anymore. My, I think my issue is he hasn't been in the NFL game mm-hmm. um, in a few years. Mm-hmm. Never, never been a play caller. And not, not that that's a big thing. I mean, man, he played for a long time. One of the smartest, smartest guys that ever you know been in the game. Sure. Um, but then also he coached a high school team and. Uh, they won one game and then he, oh. he, he quit on the team. 
Uh, <laughs> I can't do it. Won't do uh, it. I need winners, not whiners. That's <laughs> said, I don't know. Maybe, you know, I think back to my high school team. We probably. Private school or something? I don't know what school it was, but uh, <laughs> they were like one in 10. And he, yeah, he, yeah I got it. <laughs> Uh, my my junior high school, we went one and seven, and I don't I don't I don't think uh, any NFL player could have could have done much better with, with with our group of guys. I love you guys. We we were bad though, but um, <laughs> but yeah, that that's that's I don't know that that could be an issue. I don't know. Yeah. I think I mean, no thanks. Why? Well, I, 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 honestly, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I just think about like we need we need the apathetic fan. Yes, you know, I, I, I just don't care. I just look at it like last week, like you said, Jim, when you mentioned like who else would want to come here, like when these guys are on their last leg, mm-hmm. like so to hear Singletary come up and now crazy thing. Like when I knew we was going to discuss it, I, I had to go, you know, look it up. I never knew he wasn't a D coordinator. Like, so I'm like, damn, he's never even been DC. And I'm like, just looking around like sports shows today and how they talk about how, you know, these coaches is getting these opportunities that wasn't even coordinators before. And I'm like, damn, here we go. Got an example right here. He probably messed it up for the, for the, <laughs> for the colored guys who. <laughs> To jump to jump the system, man. Like I didn't even know that. I'm I whole whole time I thought he had been a defensive coordinator and he never was. So I'm like, but but like but like honestly, man, I, I don't care. Like I, I have dependent what are we gonna do at this quarterback position is all I care about. And if we if we go stand pat, then hey, it is what it is. Uh I'ma be one of them goofies. I have, a term, I have a term I use. I'm going to be one of them goofy moms that's still going to watch them every game next year. <laughs> I know I am. But, oh, I, but, I am. <laughs> but, but man, I don't even care what happens next year. I don't. I'm, I'm going to try my best to not get so emotionally attached to it. But you will. <laughs> but, I, but, I know, but I know I am. I know I am. Look, oh. man, like I said, I don't watch them. You know, in the same vein as I did when I was younger, but I'm a Bears fan through, you know, through and through. I love the team. I'm so always going to be frustrated. I'm always frustrated every year in the draft. It seems like, especially at the job, it's stories about me losing my mind at the job every draft. Um, but I, I think to answer your question for the Bears, that defensive coordinator probably is going to have to be an internal hire, somebody that's probably already on the staff. I think someone who can kind of come up already knows the team and it's not as big a risk for them to take this chance because they're already kind of getting paid, you know, with the with the team, with the organization that they're with. And to me, I think the defensive line coach is probably the best chance uh, at being the defensive coordinator, in my opinion. And if you look at the, 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 the positions that have been, uh, as they've been playing over the last several years, that, that the defensive line has shown the greatest amount of uh, consistency of the line of the different positions and also those players who were drafted, those who weren't the big names, they've shown growth like Bilal Nichols, you know, guys yeah, you've seen improve. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, Roy Robinson Harris. Roy Robinson Harris, exactly. 
So I, I would go for the D. I don't know his name off the top of my head, but I would say the D line coach to me would be someone that they should really seriously consider as a DC because it may just be for one year. But like I said, he's already on staff, so you can just put a slash, you know, defensive yeah. line slash yeah. DC. Yeah, it might know. be one year because yeah, everybody might be leaving, packing their bags right. at the end of next season. Right, <laughs> which you know, or uh, or, or or the culture in Chicago is so. Mm-hmm. Uh, high demand through, throughout the league. Maybe oh, they right. keep You're these right. foods. The early thing is the Bears have the third hardest schedule, so uh, don't get too used to that culture being anything other than a sad one. Right. <laughs> if that's the case. Culture. Hey, let's, let's hit NBA real quick um, and start in Brooklyn. Uh, right after we got off uh, our podcast last week, um, the Nets made a big trade, James Harden from the Rockets to the Nets, and a bunch of teams were involved. Uh, Oladipo goes from Indiana to Houston, and uh, Karis LeVert ends up in Indy. Indy, right, right. But he now is out. Yeah. Um, Trade actually might have saved his life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's what they found, like a mass on his liver. Uh, but the interesting part, I, I thought maybe the trade would be void at that point, but I guess, man. They, I, I thought too. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting thing, but, man, I'm, I'm glad they were able to, to find that, and hopefully he's going to be okay. But um, Harden, Kyrie Irvin, and KD in Brooklyn, can that work? No. I said it last time. I, no. And I said it wherever Kyrie is, especially after he showed me kind of who he is when he was in Boston. I'm not saying he's a bad dude, so don't don't misunderstand what I'm where I'm going with that. I'm just saying he's unreliable because he's going to do him. And, you know, I know I don't know him personally, and I don't know what he's all about, and I don't know all of whatever it is that he feels he's doing that makes him the iconoclast that he is, but – I think he revels in that a bit too much. And look, man, you've been paid millions of dollars. And even if you weren't, just as the respect as a teammate to your other team, teammates, you, you know, you need to be there. And to, to ghost like he does, as often as he does, or to do the things that Kyrie does that makes him or separates him so much so from his teammates, it, it's, it doesn't help the team unity. If anything, it becomes divisive, and that's the element that you enter that you allow to enter your organization when you take Kyrie Irving onto your team, and that's he's he's done that. Now, granted, Brooklyn's like, okay, not today, Satan, and they went ahead and made a trade, and they brought in Harden. They're like, all right, you can act out if you want to, but we're still going to do us if you're going to do you. Now, I think KD and 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 Harden is going to work fantastically, but I don't know if KD, Harden, and Kyrie's going to. I wasn't even sure if Kyrie and KD were going to work because I figured Kyrie would do something like what he ended up doing. But hey, I, got, I got yeah. up. I got an update here. They lost. Uh, today. Yeah, we we have the first game that they played together. All three. Um, Cleveland wins one forty seven one thirty five. Cleveland. I will say. I will say this. Kyrie scored thirty seven tonight, though. I was. I was tracking. I was tracking the game the whole time. Yeah. Colin Sexton had a crazy game. Yeah, nobody played defense. He had a crazy game. But but to to get back on the point, I am I think it can work. 
I think it can work, but if it doesn't work, it's everything that GM said. I think it only it only doesn't work because of Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot of people like, man, James Harden play like this, and he's James Harden is not going to be the problem. Nope. It's going to come. I keep I kept telling people, I'm like, James Harden will not be the reason this doesn't work. If this doesn't work, it's going to be because of Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. But the hey. reason I like the move for Brooklyn, because if Kyrie continue to act the fool, they're mm-hmm. gonna move his ass. Mm-hmm. They're not about to they they did that. They were going to stand pat until he started acting the fool. And they said, <laughs> you know what? No, you know, we gotta make this happen. Acting the fool again, because he did you that know, last year too. But yeah, you know, so they like, we gotta make this happen. And and that's all they did was they did it. They made an insurance policy. Yep. If he if he starts acting out again, they're going to move him. And I'm and what I saw from Kyrie and I mean from Harden and, and Durant was mm-hmm. was, was was nice. Was, hey, you know, hey, I'm looking. I'm looking at this box score here. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I haven't watched the game. We we were we were recording this podcast. This is amazing to me. They only scored ten points on the bench from the bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Harden has a triple double: twenty-one points, twelve rebounds. Excuse me, ten rebounds, twelve assists. Uh, Kyrie scored thirty-seven, and Kevin Durant thirty-eight points, twelve rebounds, eight dimes, four blocks. That's a hell, man. That's a hell of a stat line, man. But look, but look at look at uh, look at the opposing bench. All those guys was in double wow, figures. They had three guys in double figures on the bench. Yep. On the bench. And Sexton scored 42. Wow. So, you know, the, the defense aspect has always been a question of, you know, what's the defense going to be like. And quite honestly, Kyrie coming back actually makes them smaller with the starting five versus with having uh, Joe Harris in that starting five makes them a little bigger. And he's a he's more of a spot up shooter. So Harden could do his thing, kick it to him. He shoots versus you having them three on the floor together. It's it's going to be interesting how they make this work because it's it's not really a free flow of the offense. It's a who got the ball, do your thing. So it's 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 going to come down to Kyrie how 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 he accepts what's going on, how he. If he's willing to take in like what they have the ability to do, and understand that he probably have to change up his game well, in yeah. some way, in uh, some way, shape, or form. The question is: Is he um, is he capable of doing that? Will he be uh, selfless enough to to know, know his role? I don't know. That's that's that's. that's I the, mean, it's it's going to be hard. Yeah. First game back from missing seven, he scores thirty-seven. <laughs> you know, it's it's gonna be hard, you know, and and it's gonna take what it's gonna take is for Harden to step up and 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 voice himself because you can see Harden was kind of laying low today. He had twenty-one, but he only took about he he really didn't take many shots and like uh. So 
he's he's trying to play that point guard role, which he I think he's really good at. But I don't know. I don't know. Hey, elsewhere in the NBA, um, our home team Bulls, man. How about my team? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little worried what happened in OKC. I've uh, been blowing a 22-point lead, but then Billy Donovan got in the ass, and now they won two in a row against a very good Mavs team um, and a Rockets team that's, you know, they're, they're reeling from the uh, from the big trade. But, yeah, hey, it was looking good so far, man. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> hey, man, it's It's crazy. Because, like, last week you asked over the next three games, what do you see? Uh, like, how do how do they fare? And GM said from jump, 3-0, and 3-0. And I, and, I, and I tended to agree, but I said, you know what? The one team that scares me the most is OKC. And, God damn it, we had them down 22. <laughs> <laughs> so we definitely should have been 3-0 on the weekend, man. Them boys are playing good basketball. It's, for me, I just want to see better from Zach down the stretch of games. 10-point uh, lead versus OKC. He comes down. 15 seconds left on the shot clock. He's jacking the three when it's like a minute 47 left on the clock. Right, it's like, right. it's like, you know, hold that ball as long as you can, you know, like, and he did it again against Houston, but it didn't, we held on to that lead, you know? So it's just small things that I see that needs to change. Uh, but man, this everything's trending up, man. Everything's trending up. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, you, you talk about Zach, man. I think in that OKC game, he started playing uh, hero ball. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he was yeah. trying to trying to show that he was the man. He closed out the game, and you know that 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 don't work all the time, man. And it's and it's, you know, I understand why he did that, why he was doing that, but mm-hmm. you got to know when when to say when, you know. And uh, I think I think Billy Donovan was able to to let him know, you know, you know what 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 the issue was and and how to go how to move forward from there. And I th- man, like I said, those last two games, man, they they've they've looked they look good and they're learning how to close games out. And that's that's all they need to know now, or nor or, or need to figure out is how to win games yeah. and when you have a big lead, how to close it out. Yeah, see, I like it when you guys undercover agree with me. <laughs> I, I mean, hey, I, I, I can't, I can't lie to you guys. I, I honestly thought, I thought this team was gonna have an issue winning, winning games through uh, the month of January, and and they got three. They man, they they've shocked me. I mean, man, and even man, they won a four game losing streak where they were they were in every game and against mm-hmm. good teams man quality quality right. opponents man so that this 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 team this team is 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 looking good and they're shocking me and they and they're playing um they're playing uh, uh very exciting entertaining ball exactly mm-hmm. and that's all man that's all you can ask for i you know? i man I, and i'm gonna let you get in gm but i just have to say this like we talked about the nets and like that excitement and like they were on TNT the other day, but the Bulls was on, 
And my boys was like, man, you we you gonna watch the Nets see Harden and Durant, man? I'm, the Bulls about to play, man. I ain't even watch, man. I'm watching my Bulls. These boys, these boys hooping. I catch the highlights of them other dudes, and it's like, man, I've never, I haven't been that way since D Rose was here. Like yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so man, it's exciting, man. It's exciting. Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing, um, but in a lot of ways, I'm not surprised. Um, and I'm not saying because, oh, I just, you know, had some grand inclination, but it, it's, you know, I, I'm more of a football aficionado than I am basketball, but I see enough basketball that, again, I, I always say this, you got to look at patterns, man. And it just, and they come in different ways and it's, it's, it's not always the same way, but if you just sit back and observe, it's like, I'm not surprised that the Bulls lost by 20 or they had a 20 point lead and lost it. Yeah, I see that happen like almost every year in the NBA. I mean, that actually happens every year in the NBA, but I've seen almost every iteration of a Bulls team do that. I mean, I even Michael Jordan Bulls even lost a 20, 20 point lead at one point. So that, that happens. I'm, I wasn't freaked out by that. And like I said earlier, I'd rather them get their butts beat early on because then that shows them all the different areas they need to work on as opposed to. Thinking they five and one like the Bears did, and thinking you yeah. you you all that in a bag of chips, and you realizing you eating funyuns, and nobody likes the way your breath smells, you know. Um, hey, I like funyuns, by the way. <laughs> yes, but no one likes the way your breath smells. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> uh, so so, and Billy Donovan has proven, and and it's other thing too. It's just like you know, he's proven that he can coach because he's had like three different types of teams just in OKC alone. Yep. And each of those versions of that OKC team, OKC team, he was able to get to the playoffs and win some games in the playoffs. It wasn't like they got run out, run out the house. They didn't get swept 0-4 every time, you know. So he's proven that he can do a lot with little. And I think the Bulls are a composite of a lot of players with talent, just with no direction. So I thought somebody who has a clue, <laughs> which he does, mm-hmm. come in here and give these guys a path to, to follow – and that they, I think they were hungry for it because if they were listening at, at all to the knucklehead that was there ahead of time, they'll really listen to somebody who knows what they're talking about. And I just thought that there was some of that, you know, he had to get, you know, had to vomit some of that stuff out that the previous regime had in there, kind of, you know, get some of that stuff out and then start putting in good stuff, you know, good, good in, good out. And what you're saying is right. Is I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be up and down. They're going to have those struggles. And, you know, there'll be times where it looks like, man, I thought they had this figured out, but then they beat this team, but then they lose to this team. Mm-hmm. But that's a team that's, that's learning. And like you said with Zach, you know, he, he's going to learn from all these attempts at trying to be the guy. I mean, clearly he mm-hmm. is the best player on the team, uh, undoubtedly, unequivocally. Mm-hmm. He's the best player on the team. But he has to learn how to win. He has to learn yeah. how to win with his teammates and sometimes learn how to help them win and i thought the game that they won without him and uh colby colby uh scoring much i thought that was a great a great win because it's like oh, yeah, didn't man, need man, absolutely them. man that's yeah. crazy absolutely colby didn't hit a shot until what, the fourth he? quarter in that no, game no he was over he was did, over. did he not he didn't he, he didn't yeah that's score colby was over and and Zach had ten on one for eight shooting they <laughs> right. were combined they were combined one for thirteen 
and 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 Gary and, and, Gary and, Temple came in and bailed him Gary out. Gary Temple came in and did his thing. I'm very and, man. I'm I'm impressed with Gary Temple, man. Just man. just his his demeanor. He's being a real vet on that team. <laughs> and, it's, man. And I and I can remember when the Bulls signed him and social media was losing their mind. I'm like I'm like listen. Who? I'm like we are the I'm like we are the Bulls. Like who did y'all <laughs> expect us to go get? <laughs> I'm like, we're not a contender or anything of that nature. I'm like, we have to fill a roster. I'm like, and they and when they re-signed Valentine, Valentine, they're like, man, they what? The? And I'm like, yeah, I hate I, his his style, his game is is ugly to watch, but he's pretty, but he's very productive for I, the team. I do, I do got a bone to pick with Valentine though. I, I know what you're about to say. <laughs> on, the, on, the, on, the, on the last, on the, on the final shot. Okay. You don't have any timeouts, so you got to go You got to go the length of the court, right? <laughs> all right. Valentine, you're not getting the ball. So all you need to do, just go wait, go go to the go corner. To the corner. Least, you know what? I would say go to the bucket. Maybe you can you could get it if 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 Zach misses the shot, you can get a tip in or something like that. Why are you stopping at the top of the key? And then looking around, oh, and then he realized, oh and then he was like frozen. What do I do? And basically played defense against Zach. Come on, come on, man. See, you know what that reminds me of. You gotta you gotta have more awareness than that. Yeah. That reminds me of the cat when you play and pick up a ball. Remember the cat that's trying to help you by setting the pick, and he's actually bringing a defender over to you. Right, right. Getting in your way. It's like, dude, stop helping. (laughs) (laughs) Just stop helping. And that's what he he probably thought he was helping. Probably thought he was gonna try and set a pick or something. No, he saw he knew and then Zach oh man, Zach's reaction was was great. Because he was like, dude. And then he was like, wait a minute, you know, I'm not even gonna no, no. I'm not even gonna let this bother me. Hey, but but they but like those guys have been very big for the team. And, yeah, and we yeah. and we've been and and I have to I have to say this publicly. Wendell Carter has been playing a lot better. He has been. What? He's been playing a lot better. Hey, I got I, hey, I got one I got one for you too. I, I was about to I was about to ask. Larry been balling, man. He's been balling too. <laughs> so been balling. you know, like like it's it's a lot like what you said, GM man. Billy Donovan has really come in and he his impact, we're all like how often do you see the impact of a coach on a team this soon? Yeah, good like, point. Like especially on a bad team, like we're yeah, seeing his yeah, impact yeah. extremely fast. That that says so much about him as a coach. I was gonna I was gonna say uh, I was gonna say Tibbs when he got here, but that was a that was a pretty good team. Yeah, that team yeah. already that team had already been to the playoffs too. That's yeah. a, and, yeah. and then you got a transcendent player in your first. Well, D Rose. Well, D Rose wasn't wasn't. He was he rose, yeah. He, man, he, but he was the number one pick. He was, he was the, I mean, he was the number one pick. <laughs> and rookie of the year. Yes, yes, he was. But I'm saying he wasn't MVP. Well, very few people are. I mean, come on. <laughs> There's a lot of spaces between MVP and everybody else. But he was number one pick in the rookie of the year. I mean, he wasn't, he, you know, he was pretty, he had, he had some clay to build something with. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. 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 We, we didn't know what. We didn't know what Donovan he was coming into. Right. right. Well, no, we thought they they were terrible. 
Right. You get what I'm saying? And and honestly, I, I definitely thought he was the best pick at coach for the team because I just looked at our guys. We're so young and I'm like, he can he can go back to that Florida style of coaching. Right, right. You know, with this young group. And but I didn't see the impact being so so fast. Like, and then when we start off how we did the way we did. And then for him, but I said it then, like when he came out and said, these guys got to grow up. They can't feel sorry for themselves. And and it's like, man, everything changed at that moment. You know, and these guys are really going out there giving their all, man. And it's it's like I can't I can't say it enough, man. I, I look forward to the Bulls games. I these do past too. These past two days of no Bulls games has been like, man, what the hell, man? And it's been a long time. Man, it's been a long two days. But and like I told y'all last week, I did I went to the first game last year and didn't watch another game the rest of the year. <laughs> so so like the level of excitement is is real. Like and it's and it's just simple. It's simple things. Just being able to go out and compete on a nightly basis. You can't ask for much more than that. Yeah, the it, games. It, the games are very entertaining, man, and it's and we're always in them. They always have a chance. And, and you know, another sign that you can tell he's coaching well is that it's funny you mentioned Valentine. <laughs> he, he didn't play the next game. <laughs> <laughs> he he definitely didn't. He did he not did. play the next game. He did. You sit next to me, son, <laughs> and, and and learn you something. Uh, but also, too, that game against the Mavs. Uh, you saw how many fast breaks they got and the way they were running those fast breaks and how they were filling the lanes. It was very, you know, traditional way you should run a fast break, but it was effective. And you saw who was running it that well. It was the vets, you know. So I, I actually enjoy watching the second unit play yeah. more than the first unit at times because these guys come in and they just do a number on the other squad because they're so efficient with how they execute everything. And that, to me, it's another sign of coaching. Like, hey, all right, you my vets. This is what I need you to do. Like he knows how to talk, relate, and speak to them as men, which I think the previous guy had no clue about. But he also knows how to coach, and I think all those things are what we're seeing come to fruition in terms of this team always being in the game. You know, always feeling like they have a shot, and it's more so they're doing it. They're doing it for themselves, but they, it's like they're seeing the fruits of their labor as they're going through it. And that's the most important thing to me, because I can I can teach you how to fish and I can show you what the water is. But you've got to put the, the rod in the water. and You've got to be able to also, you know, drink when you need to. You got to know how to do those things. So he's teaching them how to fish. And I, I think they're 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 adhering to that. And I think we're going to see good things as long as this uh, this keeps going. You can tell. You can tell they're listening to. They exactly. They they know they got somebody that 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 knows what he's talking about. Um, so that's 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 a good thing. Hey, speaking of Friday night, uh, some good news. It looks like uh, Tomas Sadoransky and uh, Chandler Hutchinson will be back Friday night from uh, from their COVID um, diagnosis. So uh, they'll have that that primary ball handler they can use at at the end of games that they could have. I think could have helped them against OKC. They were uh, OKC put that full court press on them uh, at the end of that game, and they both looked like they they had never seen that before in their lives. Hey, but it's like it's like the the contributions they're getting from so many guys is crazy because uh, Monday versus the Rockets, Arch was really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. Like, like, like. 
everybody's buying in. And it's like versus versus Dallas. That that game there gave me some visions like this team can really scare some teams. Mm-hmm. Because for for our two best scores, basically, to have the type of game they had, and Luca goes for thirty at half. <laughs> right, right. Alongside hey, what Porzingis playing, and we beat them. Hey, Luke, Luca's a bad boy, by the way. The, hey, that's that's. That's one of them wins that that down the line we're going to remember. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and that's one of them losses for Dallas down the line that they're going to remember. Two losses for Dallas that they're going to remember. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yep. We had beat them twice. That's right. We swept them. Yeah, that's a sweep. Yeah. So and like, you guys were doubting the Bulls. See that? You thought that three? You, you thought I was talking crazy when I said three and zero. Oh. See that? All right, well, that Portillo no, Italian beef sandwich is, is, is going to be coming soon, sooner rather than later, it looks like. <laughs> I'm, all, hey, I'm all for it. Yeah, that, that, beef, that beef is coming, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, let's go to picks. And uh, I, got, I got a chance to gloat now. <laughs> I went 3-0 and for the first wow. time. <laughs> Woo! I don't know how, but uh, <laughs> you learned. You, you you did everything. Finally. Yeah, yeah. You, no, you actually, did I, did, I actually I, I did it for real last week, and it, it worked. <laughs> Even better. So yeah, so I went three and zero. Oh. Glenn, you had a very very good two and one. <laughs> two and one, and smoke. Thanks. You went one and one and two. One and two. But, Thanks, uh, Mahomes. Getting hurt. Thanks, Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> right, that helped me. So yeah, so I'm eleven and sixteen overall now. Glenn, you're at twelve and fifteen. So I'm a, I'm game back at Glenn, and then Smoke, you're a nice fifteen and eleven, and uh, that means I guess I'm going first again. <laughs> so I'm going to start with the AFC Championship game: Buffalo visiting Kansas City. Kansas City's three point favorite. Um, I don't think Buffalo is going to have the uh, the offensive firepower to keep up with Kansas City if Patrick Mahomes plays. Um, and that's that's the question mark. Glenn, you said he practiced? Yeah, yeah, he, he did full practice today. Okay, so he's playing. Um, so I'm going to take Kansas City minus, minus three. But he's still in the protocols is what they said, but he did full practice. He's playing. <laughs> ain't no way, he's, no way he's missing a damn championship game. Um in the NFC, Tampa Bay is in Green Bay. Green Bay is a three-point favorite. Three and a half. Well, three and a half, excuse me. I'm going with Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to take uh, Green Bay. Green Bay at Lambeau. It's going to be cold. It's going to be snowing. I'm taking Green Bay. Um, Indiana visiting Iowa. Um, Iowa's giving Indiana ten and a half. I am going to take... I'm going to take the Hawkeyes. So to recap, that is, what did I say? Chiefs, Packers, and Hawkeyes. Okay. Look at that, all Midwest. 
all Midwest uh, pick stat for 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 this week. Glenn, what you got? Uh, I'm going to take the uh, condescending Brady's plus three and a half over the arrogant Aaron's. <laughs> I'm going to take uh, Kansas City because you know. I don't want to take Kansas City, so I'm going to use reverse psychology and take Kansas City uh, minus three. And then I'm going to, because my brother coached at Eastern Illinois, um, I'm going to take the team that they're playing against, (laughs) Belmont, and they're giving up 13. So Belmont's a favorite. They're minus 13. I know how good Belmont can be, so. I know how bad East Illinois can be. Belmont's one that they <laughs> didn't they beat Duke in a tournament game before. Uh, I'm not certain, but they have had an upset in the NCAA's. They were a tough. They've been a tough out. I think they, I think they beat Duke. I, they beat Duke when um... Jabari was there. Yeah, Jabari was there. No, exactly. no, 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 no. It wasn't Bell. They lost. It was a team. No, that orange. was Mercer. That was Mercer. Yep, it was an orange team. Belmont beat or they uh, forget it. They beat a blue blood in the first I'm round. I'm sure they yeah. beat somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've been a tough out. So, best Belmont minus 13. I'm taking uh, two home favorites and uh, one road dog. All right. Smoke, what you got? All right. I'm going Tampa plus three and a half over green, with Green Bay. Uh, go, go Bills. Wow. Plus three. Wow, so you think the Bills are going to win, huh? I got a, got a hunch. <laughs> and I'm going to go NBA. And I'm going to take the Lakers plus one versus the Bucks. That's a nice bet. I can I can see the Lakers winning that out, right? And that's gonna do it. We finally we finally got through this thing, man. <laughs> Technology, man. That'll do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. Um, please like, subscribe to the podcast. You can find us at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio. I think I got everything there. I think you did. Finally. Thank you. <laughs> or wherever you find all your favorite podcasts, you can find us. Um, please visit us at our IG page, ez.smoke.gm uh, podcast. Uh, you can also find us uh, at hp53productions.com. There's a link on there to our podcast as well. Check out the website. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening. As well as uh, our Facebook page is. Oh, Facebook page as well. Easy. What's what's the what's the Facebook page? Easy Smoke in the GM. Easy podcast. Smoke in the GM podcast. Yes, yes. Yeah, so 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 check us out at all those places on social media. Uh, please drop us a line. Um, yeah, that's it, man. Glad you guys were uh, took the time to listen. Hope you enjoyed. Glenn, please take us out. Hey, like we always say, we ain't saying we're right. We just don't think we're wrong. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Peace.